Carol Danvers, prodigal child of the Milky Way. Nick Fury. My favorite one-eyed man of intrigue. How goes it out there? Uh, you know, cold, no air, space. Captain Marvel. The Annihilator. You took everything from me. And now I'm returning the favor. light-based powers so we switch places whenever we use them strong theory you can absorb light i can see it and kamala who's kamala hi she can turn light into physical matter which i have never heard of i could totally show you no every planet we call home i would never choose to bring anybody into this you are not the only thing standing between this and the universe oh my god we're a team higher further faster And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our official non-spoiler review for the Marvels from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't even know what number movie we are at now, but we are at a lot. Thank you, Alex. Appreciate it. We are all, we are joined by some guests from the Cinemania World team, as always, for this review. First, you heard him here. Alex Madden from YouTube. Hello, my friend. What up, what up, Cinemaniacs? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. Very nice to hear from you, my friend, as always. And we are joined from the Cinemania World team and Candid Cinema. We have Amanda. Amanda, hello. Hey, oh, I am so, 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 so excited to talk about this film with you wonderful people. It's very good to have you here as well. And lastly, we are joining from the Cinemania World team and film posers, Josie. Hello. Welcome back. Hoopla. Higher, further, <laughs> faster, baby. Hi. Happy to be here. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Josie. Yeah. Welcome back. Very nice to have you here. Also, um, oh, apparently, while oh, we were shit. listening to that lovely trailer. Oh, shit. Um, the Hollywood... stuck in my head now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Damn. the Hollywood Reporter just tweeted that apparently SAG has reached a tentative agreement. <gasps> oh, oh my god! god. Thank fucking god! But, but SAG hasn't said anything, so... Yeah. Oh my god. 
But, we, we but the, Hollywood, the, the Hollywood Reporter is usually pretty accurate with that stuff. Yeah, three, so. yeah, three year contract. It seems like wow. So that's yeah, that's a good way you. to start this review. Yeah, let's yeah. Get it. <laughs> I wish they would have done that like two days ago, so they can get them. You know, get I know some it only, it only took the studios yeah. long enough. But um, it would have been so much fun if everyone had been there. I just want Iman to get her flowers, as we're probably going to give her right now. Yeah. Yes, yep. for sure. Um, okay. Speaking of that, let's get right into the review for the Marvels. We'll talk about the SAG stuff probably tomorrow night or Friday. So we'll see what happens. But before we get into the review, let's get into a bio per IMDb. Carol Danvers gets her powers entangled with those of Kamala Khan and Monica Rambo, forcing them to work together to save the universe. Directed by Nia DaCosta, written by Nia DaCosta, stars Brie Larson, Tiana Paris, and Iman Bellani. Marvel Studios production. You know the drill, everyone. We are here another day, another Marvel movie in the books. More rankings have been updated. And of course, yep. there is discourse online. <laughs> so as usual. Usually, usually I go into these and I'm like, okay, let's get everyone's thoughts. And then I give my own, and then we kind of dive in from there. But I want to start here today because it's been a strange year for the comic book movie. You know I'm saying, I think we yeah we started with Quantumania, hated it, <laughs> never want to see it again. Your famous and words. We got into like Shazam, Fury of the Gods. I, At that point, listen, I was like, I keep trying to forget Quantumania. <laughs> I know, but it's, it's going to. It's, it's, it's going my to least up. favorite MCU movie. So then we got to Shazam, Fury of the Gods. I'm like, ah, dude. Happening this year. Uh, then we got into Guardians of the Galaxy. I believe I think that was next, and I was like, okay, yeah. I liked it. Everyone's kind of everyone kind of over overblown it to Ooh. me. I think I think it's good. I think it's really good, but like I don't know. Uh, so then we got into like you know Spider Verse, and of course A One. That's my number. That's like one of my best movie, yeah. favorite movies of the year. Spider Verse, a classic, a classic. And we got into the Flash, the greatest superhero uh, movie of all time. <laughs> and at that no. point, I was, I was like, oh, man. we almost like, packed brother. it up there. Yeah, at that point, Lord. I was like, brother, I was like, brother, what are we doing? Uh, and then we got into like a great summer with Oppenheimer and Barbie, and like movie theaters were revived again. Everybody was like worrying about those movies instead of comic book movies. Blue Beetle came out, kind of came and went. I liked it, but you know. So then we get into the Marvels, <laughs> and I leading up to this movie, I had no faith at all. I I didn't really care for the trailers. Um, I will say here before I get into the movie, that trailer on Monday was horrible. Uh, it's one of the most misleading trailers of all time. You would think this is like a drama epic. Yeah, that trailer. <laughs> they, they it screamed of des desperation, but I understand why they did it. The tracking is rough for this movie, but uh, yeah, I didn't like that trailer. It was awful. But listen, the Marvels 2023 MCU movie. Now this is gonna sound like hate, but this movie is a disaster. It is, I but agree. in all the great ways. Like, I had such a good time with the Marvels. Like, it ain't good. At least to me, like, I don't think it's good. I really don't think it's good. But I had a lot of fun, and I'm glad I did. I, I think the chemistry with everyone was great. Uh, I think the, the choreography, like the switching, the power switching, 
was really good. They don't really make the, the power switching. The way they explain it doesn't really make sense in the movie. But when they're doing it and, and then they're like they're trying to learn how to do it, that's all. It all works for me. That stuff put a smile on my face. Amon Vellani being there put a smile on my face. I finally like a couple of shows ago. I was like, man, it's time for me to just say that I am not vibing with this casting of Captain Marvel. And that's no hate. Like I'm not a I'm not one of those like you know, red letter thumbnail people on YouTube who hate Brie Larson for, <laughs> for for whatever reason. I actually like Brie Larson and and the project she does, but just the the casting just doesn't really didn't never really worked for me until this movie because she was actually able to show more of herself in this role. Meaning, like Brie Larson in real life is so charismatic and so funny and giddy, and I got that in this movie with her. Captain Marvel, and that's all I've ever wanted because I love Captain Marvel, the character. So I love that. I love Tiana Paris, of course. That was all great. I don't like Nick Fury in this. I just feel like he's phoning it in. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. His storylines just didn't work for me. I was, I don't know what was happening. Him every time they went, every time they went into that space, the space stuff with him and like some fella. I was like, what's happening? Uh, <laughs> that. But besides the point, like that, the movie really worked for me. I thought it was a lot of fun. I just was not expecting the greatest movie of all time, you know. I, I, like I said in my tweet earlier, I would have felt the same way for the Flash and called it a fun time if it wasn't like hammered over my head that it's the greatest comic book movie of ever in all of ether and all that type of shit that we heard for like two years. Uh, but the Marvels, it's a disaster. But I think I loved it, and I have a lot of, I had a lot of fun with it. I actually cannot wait to go back. And watch it again. And uh, yeah, that's my opening spiel regarding the Marvels. It ain't good, but I like it. Um, okay, let's get into some thoughts. Start with you, Amanda. What do you think? I'm going to start off by saying that I did not like Captain Marvel. That movie I, oh, was wow. just not for me. Um, and I got slack for it. But the thing is, is that there were too many people in the kitchen for that one and there wasn't like a clear direction in my opinion um and then here with nia DaCosta, this just feels like so like unique to her and i love that like she put her stamp onto this film um and i loved the trio i think they worked incredibly well they had incredible chemistry but my main peeve with carol danvers has always been that no one knows how to use her no one knows how to showcase her powers, and Nia DaCosta did that. So absolutely, I am eternally grateful for like uh, for Nia DaCosta uh, for her signing on to this film because she understood her, she got her, um, and I was really really happy about that. I loved Nick Fury in this. I think he was very funny. I want more of this Nick Fury and not Secret Invasion Nick Fury. Um, I really like. <laughs> I didn't him. even bother with Secret <laughs> Yeah, good. Don't watch it. Uh, <laughs> but I, I really liked him. I think that there are a lot of fun moments. The villain is forgettable. Uh, and I think that was the major like drawback here is that the villains like met. Uh, but I do think that the emotional beats hit. I think they were great together. And big kudos to Nia DaCosta for the power sets because it was awesome. 
Um, all right, let's go to you, Alex. Your thoughts on the Marvels. Um, I'm kind of with you, Dwayne. I think that this was a hot mess. Uh, overall, it's just a fine movie. You know, I mean, it's 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 a disposable movie, but at the same time, it's enjoyable and entertainment. Um, that might be a contradiction. Uh, mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, I, I that's all I wanted from this movie. I just wanted to have some fun, enjoy myself, shove popcorn in my face, and just be entertained. And that's what this movie did. Uh, for its really short runtime, I do think that the villain here is trash. I I think personally, it's the worst MCU villain we've gotten. I think it's worse than Malekith, worse than Ghost, worse than Drykov. Um, Did Malekith have any lines? I don't. I don't know. I think he had curse to everything for him. <laughs> oh, I, I just just that alone. I think Mal- Malekith and all of love and all of uh, Dark World had like a line. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't call her the yeah. worst, but I understand. Um, Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I was kind of like, I felt kind of rushed at the beginning. Like, I felt like I was playing catch up with the movie at the beginning because I feel like because of the short runtime, it was trying to squeeze so much information at you at once that I was I was starting to feel like a loss as to where the movie was going. Not necessarily with what was mm-hmm. happening, but just trying to mm-hmm. keep up with everything that was happening. But when the action happens... I have a lot of fun. I love the way that Nia DaCosta filmed the action. And I love that everything was in frame, like sweeping the camera around different angles with the camera. I love their power switching, uh, how that dynamic worked in the action scenes. Uh, I thought um, the chemistry between the three leads was really great. I think it, I, th- I think, um, I think if you didn't like Brie Larson as Captain Marvel in the original Captain Marvel, and in Endgame, I think you'll like her a lot here. She has a lot more personality here, I think. There's mm-hmm. just some scenes in here that kind of reminded me of like, okay, we're really going for it. Like, there's a scene towards the middle. They get to this planet, and it reminded me of something Taika Waititi would do in Love and Thunder. And then, but luckily, that doesn't overstay its welcome. It's like, okay, we know that if people might not like this, so let's just not linger on it where i feel like taika watiti would i like the humor a lot in here i think that out of the recent few marvel movies this has the mm-hmm. best humor i thought quantum mania's humor was really dry and Awful. dry yeah it was, it was too dry worst. yeah it was too dry and then love and thunder just overdid it with the humor mm-hmm. uh, i thought that yeah. this was a good balance but at the same time i did not like the villain i don't even know what the hell her plan was i like it's our that's how forgettable it is uh something with the sun add resources to her planet by yeah. taking them from other planets okay yeah. but listen before josie goes because i actually didn't i i just forgot to mention the villain. that's how forgettable the villain yeah. the villain is yeah. so bad in here yeah and um like they just stop with the ronin shit dude it ain't working this is like, like our fifth time with ronin and it's not working it it, it never did the i think i'm over this kind of villain the supreme emperor who Italia. speaks to their people like like you know like they're like beneath them and i think i'm over it the last time we got a vi- villain like that but but i don't really like to call namor a villain it was like namor who has like you know he has people that he has to take care of but like the way this villain is talking and i'm like oh my god i've seen this like a thousand times i am I'm good. Like, I'm really good with this staff. I don't want to see the staff ever again. I don't want to see purple in a villain ever again in Marvel. I feel like that's all they know for villains is purple. I got it. Okay. Like, I got it. Let's, uh, 
She's just sneering the entire movie. Annihilator. That's all she says yeah. in the movie. Yeah. I hate it. It was just, it was really, <laughs> the, the thank God for our leads. Because, like, the villain was just... That- yeah. Oh that man. Was, like, that was that was rough. that was that was my thing. The three leads and the chemistry and the fun and the humor made up for the bad villain. Yeah, just awful. Uh Josie, let's get to you. Your thoughts on the Marvels. Well, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see the trailers. I knew there was some animosity online, so that kind of turned me away from the movie even though I actually really liked the first one so I got the invite to see the movie and I was like okay yeah again I like the first one let's see what this is about instead of waiting to hear about it later when everything was going to be mixed like it is now so I enjoyed it I had no expectations and I was delightfully surprised it's fun hilarious and endearing to me it feels like girlhood it feels like a bomb mm-hmm. to the soul. Mm-hmm. I was just sitting there and mm-hmm. I was happy and it made me feel like a kid again. And when a movie does that, that's how you know. Regardless of whether it's good or bad, it did the job. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, I, I actually agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot I wish we'd got in terms of emotional payoffs, but the entanglement mm-hmm. worked really well. Um, I could see bits of Nia Costa's style, so that made me happy because I know um, Marvel likes to intervene a lot. Uh, what else? Uh, I actually did like Nick Fury. He got paid to be silly, and I respect it. <laughs> yes, Josie. Yes. Yeah, no, I thought, I mean, when he's like, are you praying? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that I did like so the good. strong theory <laughs> part. Yeah. I think, like strong theory think, after everything. I think yeah. I, think um, I liked, I think I liked Nick Fury in this movie. I just didn't like what he had to do in the yeah, because yeah, they didn't give him much, but at yeah, least like the him, moments. Him, him, yeah, him himself was great. Yeah, the moments where he's in a scene didn't feel like a waste. And I think that's right. when it would have gone to the other side. Because at least even if they felt silly, they were moving the plot forward in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I guess the last thing I wanted to say before we go into like specific points. Um, mm-hmm. I personally believe a lot of the flaws of this film are part of a bigger problem in the MCU. I feel like the villain is part of that. Because if you look at it at the grand scheme of things, Marvel is kind of at a standstill right now where it doesn't really, I don't think they have a plan or an idea where they're going. And if they do, they're not really showing it well. So for me, when watching this film, I really couldn't blame it for the lack of continuity. Because there were moments, I mean, the main problem about the Annihilator, we never see that. And yeah. that is a big problem, but I forgave it because at least watching the film, I'm like, okay, this feels like a standalone thing and I'm just going to go with it because at this point, mm-hmm. again, it just becomes this whole thing of like, we're going to go in circles and try to look for the logic in a situation that's clearly transcending just this movie and it's a bigger issue. So I can't really be mad at it because of it. I feel like... I don't know why. I don't know if it's like the the like the way they edit it in post, or this is this is this was the plan to make it this short. But really, a longer runtime would have would have yeah. like done this movie a lot because the villain. Like I I don't want to dislike the villain so much, but it's like 
I know you did a flashback, but how does she get these powers and why her? Well, she doesn't. And, she doesn't get powers. It's that staff. It's the now, staff. The question is like, how would she get the staff? Because, yeah, it's uh, like just Ronan have the staff, and it was the power it. stone, and we got rid of the yeah. power stone technically. So what's going on with that? Yeah. But like, also, she gets mm-hmm. the powers from the bangle. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I saw the trailer, purple glow came from. Yeah. When I saw the trailer, I thought she was related to Ronan, and she's like angry that you took out my father. I'm here to finish his work. I I know that's generic. I know that's generic. We've seen that before, but but I I feel like it would have connected a little more if you really want to do the Ronan villain again. Um, And then someone else online that I saw had like before the movie came out had a theory that she's like a disciple of Thanos and she's upset. Oh, That's definitely how man. that trailer on Monday kind of played out because mm-hmm. Thanos is like all over it. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So um, <laughs> so I just feel like the runtime, because I do think a lot of stuff like resolution happens and um, like yeah. Monica Rambo and, uh, and, uh, and Carol, like I feel yeah. like that's resolved in two seconds. Yeah. Yep, and I, I just agree. wish, like, I had a fun time. Like, the, the like, I I actually really enjoyed the movie. I had mm-hmm. fun. I'm not calling it like the greatest MCU movie. I'm not calling it the worst. It's right there in the middle of the pack for me. I had a, I had fun with it. I'll rewatch it. She's I, fun. I, yeah, yeah, I like it more than Love and Thunder. I like it more than Quantumania Same. and a lot of other DCEU comic book movies. But it's like just stuff like this, like little things where I just wish you would have had more time with characters and emotions and re- resolution too yeah. because like yeah. even her fan like Kamala's family is like you know they uh, they re- best it's part. Like, yeah best part <laughs> for sure but then i just feel like everything is just so resolved so quickly mm-hmm. just so we can move on to the next thing They're and all- um yeah I, I i just wanted more time with everything again i think it's um an MCU issue. I agree. I, I agree. They're just relying yeah. on the fact that there are TV shows with these characters. Right. So all that. Um, oh, we explained already. it already. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. So I can, I just, cause I've seen so many people criticizing parts, like their critiques of the movie are really mm-hmm. a critique of the MCU. Mm-hmm. And I think at that point we should just <laughs> try to figure out what the heck they're trying to do because it yeah, is yeah. lazy. Um, especially for me, I thought it would have been so great and so powerful to have Little Miss fan fiction idolization <laughs> Kamala Khan yeah. be upset at Captain Marvel when she says, um, we can only save who we can save. Yeah, that scene, yeah. and then they, I, and then again, yeah, it's resolved yeah. in like a second. Yeah. I know yeah. it bothered yeah. me because I was like, yeah. I wanted her to be mad at her. I thought that would have been so powerful because it, mm-hmm. I wanted yeah. them to go down the route of don't meet your heroes, and I thought that's what we were gonna get. And then yeah. Kamala being like happy-go-lucky, she just yeah. got over it quickly. Yeah, it, it mm-hmm. definitely needed like another twenty minutes. I've also seen stuff online too, which I. And I think I'm kind of like split right down the middle on it. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the backstory stuff with the villain, it does feel like we're kind of missing a whole movie there, you know? Yeah, I, okay, so I watched the first Captain Marvel a while ago. So, if, you know, I remember it vividly. I remember her saying, I'm going to go destroy the whatever. Um, They don't show it. I'm like, okay, you know, and then the movie is like reliant on that for mm-hmm. you to know that. And they do, they do, they do the flashbacks a little bit and stuff. And they show it. Speaking of flashbacks, baby. 
listen, Leo's not here, so I have a little bit of free reign. <laughs> so, uh, oh my god, this flashback they show. <laughs> there's a flashback they show in this movie, and I couldn't help but notice that Captain Marvel has this awesome mask on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm like, that mask is so rad. And then the rest of the movie, she doesn't. It. Yeah, I, I said that to you after the movie ended. I was like, where's her mask? Like Kamala, I know a lot of people who don't read like the comics. Like, you know, Dwayne, who gives a shit? But like, Kamala looks so naked without her mask on. I'm just, it's baffling to me. Like, I know it's like a little like you know yeah. Incredibles mask, but she like it's she Cat just looks so Cat yeah, like she mask. she yeah. looks so bare. And I'm like, put on your mask. <laughs> God, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Also, the entire movie, I was trying to figure out because she, uh, she says we need to give you like a code name or, in, or a superhero name to. Yeah, and then she um, just never gets it. Yeah, to Monica. <laughs> I always just and the thing is, the entire movie, I was like, what is her name in the comics? Photon. And I was like, yeah, Isn't exactly. It yeah. <laughs> no, it's Photon. And I, there was one yeah. moment they were fighting, and I suddenly like hit my friend's arm and I'm like it's Photon <laughs> and then they never mention it in the movie yeah. I'm like god yeah, damn dude. it so uh, I saw a tweet that I saw a tweet the other day like it was like why does producers who who have to like adapt comics hate them so much and I, I was like I didn't, I didn't agree at first I'm like oh, you, know, you know what maybe cause fuck can I get some mask in this movie any of the movies <laughs> any of them god I know Spider-Man 4 there's gonna be like something where he just he's not gonna wear a mask. I know it's not a big deal. I know everyone doesn't doesn't get it. I understand. But you ever watch No Way Home and see how like every moment where they speak, their mask is just off. I'm like, put it on. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, I think it's a contractual thing. I got yeah. it. But damn it, yeah. man. It feels Damn, like a contractual okay. thing. Like, hey, you're paying me, so yeah. I yeah. let me show my face. Yeah, I, I will. I will. So much. I will you say that you see Robert Pattinson I will, in the Batman. I will, <laughs> I will say this: at least the suits in this movie were not CGI'd. Oh my god, I love them. Yeah, yeah I, I love them. Yeah. At first, I was like. I was annoyed that they didn't make Captain Marvel's her new suit more brighter, but I guess that's because they didn't want it to clash with Miss Marvel's because, like, yeah, you know, because hey, it would have hey, matched. When she suddenly too. was in that dress dancing with her prince, I was like, "That I wanna, that, that yeah, I want to make great. that dress. I want to recreate yeah. that dress. I want to cosplay in it. That is a beautiful yeah. dress, and I want to thank them for making it because Jesus <laughs> Christ, it was lovely. <laughs> and it was like it was refreshing to see real costumes as well, yeah. too, uh, Alex. Like, like Alex was saying, so. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. But um, and when they did the suit up, that they got those new suits, I felt so giddy. Same. I did too. I mean, I'm always I'm always like so a happy. sucker. Yeah, I think mm. I think we're all geeks for new suits, anyways. So yeah, I'm always a sucker for like. Yeah, new we know suits, that they just want to send you merchandise and new dolls, yeah. but also like hee hee yeah. new suits. <laughs> yeah, I saw the funk. I saw the Funkos the other day of like the new suits. I'm like, ah, I know, I get it. <laughs> like again, um, what worked to me a lot was just some of the fight. The fight scene I thought were really good. That yeah. that that first fight scene oh, when yeah. um. When uh, I think Kamalo's in a spaceship, and then they kept, they all kept switching areas. I yes. thought it was great. Yeah, and was uh, yeah. oh my god! And like Nia DaCosta, I I feel like I I I'm happy for her, but then I feel bad for her with what she was saying mm -hmm. going into the movie coming out. She was talking about how it's just not your film, and you have to understand that. But I'm like, man, that camera work. It's like we need more of that. Like her, Dustin Daniel Cretton from Shang Chi, 
Yep. You know, like the camera work where it's not fucking flashy and cutting. Like, there's so many times where the, the heroes are going around the camera and the camera is panning with them and you're following the heroes and it's so smooth and so fluent. Like, yeah. this was some of my best, this is some of my favorite, like, fight choreography yeah, that I've sure, seen. For sure. Um, Especially- I thought the. F- Fight choreography was great. I, I was so 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 good. The fight scenes were so good. Uh, especially uh, if anyone has letterboxed on TikTok or Instagram, there's that video I shared with you guys that it's her talking about. Um, because they usually like they did it with Greta Gerwig for Barbie, like mm-hmm. what ins- which films inspired your direction with this one, and she mentioned like Interstellar and Alien, and just hearing mm-hmm. her talk about the film made me appreciate it a little bit more, especially when she was saying that. Um, close-ups are overused in comic book movies because there's only so much you can do. You It's pretty fast-paced. So a cheat to show like emotional concern or development or any kind of, I don't know, catharsis in a character mm. is doing that close-up. And that she liked pulling back and being yeah. able to like actually see the character physically like go through that. And I don't know, hearing her talk, I was like, okay, I like this movie. <laughs> like she yeah. gets it. Yeah, yeah she does. I like it. I, it really yeah. like hearing her talk just made me feel a little bit better considering again everything that was all the animosity and everything going on behind the scenes and the rumors yeah. being published about what actually happened on the show and, mm-hmm. and the, on the set and her speaking of it not being like what you just said. So seeing yeah, not her, being her made movie. me yeah. at least she enjoyed part of the process, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I hope at the end of the day that she enjoyed herself. But um, yeah, because I wouldn't mind seeing her back. Like, I mean, I, I thought- I would love to see her back. To. Yeah, because I, to. you know, yeah, I appreciate- really Like, I appreciate when they, they can, when I know the, Cap, the first Captain Marvel, it's not like- it's majority like critically it's the majority of the critics enjoyed it and stuff um but i i just didn't i just didn't get captain marvel like a style at all in that movie just felt like we snagged some tv directors make something and like i just so this felt like a style and i love nia dacosta's candy man and, you know, I think I saw that in this a lot with her style. Then, of course, when you do go into the bits, big set pieces, I mean, you know, that's just not her. That's them. And they're, don't worry about the action set pieces. That's us. And, you know, so it definitely felt MCU when you would go into those big spectacle um, type of moments. But I'm glad she was able to shine at least in some parts in the movie because again the fight choreography like nick fury was doing some things here i was like hey nick fury's like throwing some blows i haven't seen that in a while so like that was cool um speaking of nick fury i mean uh, i said months ago that you ain't gonna hear anything about secret invasion in this movie you don't uh it's kind of funny to me but uh yeah so uh man anything that worked for you in the film and then we can kind of later on we'll get into more stuff that didn't work for us but anything else worked for you in the movie um i think the family dynamic was really strong they were present throughout and like just to carry them over from the television show i think was really important here um her mom is a doll and i loved every moment between them hilarious she's so amazing and even having the family fight was pretty cool uh that was a lot of fun (laughs) um I think for me, the big thing here is that I've, I, I'm like, I have a love hate relationship with the humor. 
it uh with the mcu like i will literally not care for a movie if it's just not funny for me and it was pure cheese and this was not it and i was pleasantly surprised because it was very funny um and it wasn't like trying too hard funny like i think everything just worked well they had great comedic timing with each other and that's because the chemistry with the trio the three like the three of them is really special and it just felt like magic like the casting everything about the three of them together was just Mm -hmm. pure magical and they hit like it just hit the jackpot with them so i i was pleasantly surprised i mean i agree with everything that's been said so far but damn like it was really good uh and alex how about you any other stuff that worked for you this time around as far as the film like any performances uh specific moments i guess yeah i thought uh iman Vellani was definitely the standout mm-hmm. um i thought brie larson settled into the role a lot more in this um i i, I just like the quirkiness of it too like just how like like kind of what i was alluding to before where like they do some weird stuff and they kind of they pull it back, but like it's still in there. Like I'm happy that right, weird right. stuff is in here because then because then it makes it feel like it's it's it's, its own unique thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I appreciate that that stuff is in here. I like it when Marvel movies get quirky and a little weird at times. I uh, I know. I mean, there's like two specific scenes that I don't want to spoil anything, but is like exactly what you're talking about mm-hmm. and uh so the there was one okay the, the one with the planet f <sighs> like i don't know <laughs> it, like it worked but then it didn't work yeah, for me because I, exactly. I feel like it was a fun scene but then i felt like it was like tonally random when it came up as far as like the entire movie as a <laughs> yeah. whole yeah i was like so caught off guard because it did feel like a taika james gunn type of thing and i was like okay you know but i I went along with it and i was having fun uh then there's another one with uh, the cats and i love that one okay (laughs) let's not slander that one the one on the planet though like if if that was taika like yeah. uh, you know, I I like quite a bit of the stuff Taika does. Yeah, but like if yeah. that was Taika, that would have just been a running joke throughout the entire thing. Yeah, that's yeah. why. That's why. Goats, yeah, that's is that what you're talking. Uh, yeah, I that like yeah. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but that's but that's what I'm alluding to because it, it's yeah. like it's that scene where I'm just like, okay, this is a little weird. I don't know, like I don't know if this is gonna work. And I feel like they realized like once they put it in, they were like, okay, we don't know if this is gonna work for everybody. So let's just let's just do this and then cut it right there you know and not and not make this a a gag and where i feel like taika would Mm -hmm. yeah no i actually agree with that or anybody else who just like doesn't really because i don't want to rag on taika too much because love and thunder love and thunder i i really enjoy but it's just i mean last year's not not love and thunder i'm sorry um ragnarok i really enjoy there you go i was gonna say (laughs) mr two stars on ragnarok 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 um so yeah, I um I just yeah. They still they they still worked for me like the moment that it came and but I was a little caught off guard because yeah. it was just it was just random and like the explanation of the way um Captain Marvel is like acting too in that scene it's just a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of information to take in 
you know, her like it, it's something I don't want to spoil it, but it's like something with her character and another character. It's just a lot. It's just it's a lot. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's like it, it works, but like it's kind of like, what are we doing? You yeah, know? exactly. Doing? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, uh, Josie, anything else that uh, really worked for you this time around? We will talk about Iman a little bit as well in that uh, performances. Yeah, Iman Bellani, you are a star. You are a show stealer. <laughs> you are show stopping. You are amazing. I love Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. As soon as they announced uh, the Marvels, I was just so happy because of her. And I love Tiana Paris and. Mm-hmm. Um, WandaVision, and I thought mm-hmm. she was such a great part of that show. But god damn it, this kid's got charisma. Yeah. She's so good. I think that's really one of the top reasons why I love the movie so much. It was because of her. I think she's so good. I think mm-hmm. she literally carried the MCU on her back, no problem. Yeah, I thought I thought Iman was a lot of fun, and I thought the way she bounced off everybody else was uh actually was also a lot of fun as well so uh yeah so anything else for you guys before we get into final thoughts that didn't work i guess for me again just talking about mostly like the story points and feel like a lot of stuff was cut cut you know from the movie and you know i just would have liked characters to have been fleshed out a little bit more and the movie does feel like really really quick and there's a lot of there's a lot of scenes that doesn't really have time to like stick around. Like the squirrels are in here, and it's like the squirrels. I'm like, oh hey, and then they kind of like I don't know. Um, but for the most everything else, I mean, I think for me the good outweighed the bad. I mean, I was expecting the movie to be uh, to be kind of mixed with audiences after I saw it because I was like, there are people I know is probably gonna hate this, but I really enjoyed it and. I feel like even though it is kind of MCU, it's humor and stuff, I think it was a lot different than stuff that we've gotten recently from the MCU. Um, Just as simple as like the power switching really helped change the dynamic and the balance of the movie for me. And um, the ending, you know, I had a good time. I think the post credits is really good. And I am going to bring something up that Josie was talking about regarding... um, if people had problems with like this not tying tying stuff in, I actually think this movie did a better job at tying stuff in than a lot of mm-hmm. recent yeah. MCU movies. Because because yeah. what the hell does Valhalla have anything to do with the MCU? <laughs> what does that have anything to do with anything? So it's like okay, like you know. since you're saying that, um, one thing that I really like about this movie is that um, I knew there were going to be cameos because of our Cinemania World chat. Because yeah. of mm-hmm. that trailer that again I did not watch. So I watched it after the fact. It's bad. Yeah. I was so mentally bad. preparing for it. And let me tell you, I did not mind the cameos because I think this is one of the few MC movies we've gotten lately where it didn't feel or comic book movies in general. It didn't yeah. feel like um clapping yourself on the back. It had yeah. a genuine purpose each time. Right. Like um the first one, that place. Well, I mean, they've already showed her face, so <laughs> Can I mention it? Which, which, the, oh, the you're talking one. about the new, in the trailer? The no. one that I reposted? They showed this woman's face online, so people know that she's in it. Is it, does, does it start, does her name start with a T? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, you're fine. The you're fine. Okay, then, yeah, um, <laughs> it makes sense because when Tessa Thompson took over as, um, Asgard's new ruler, 
Mm-hmm. She, like they made it clear that it was going to be a home to everybody. So that makes sense. And yeah. I was like, okay, that's a good use of a character. Because I agree. Like that was just that work for me. Yeah. Is a, it like reminds us that this is a universe and it's all connected. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense for her to be there. But again, it doesn't feel like, oh, hey, look, a character. And it's like, you know, yeah, this is logical. And then with the second one, which I'm not going to mention, um, <laughs> yeah. it's just <laughs> delightful. It's like yeah. now discovering chocolate for the first time. I was yeah. happy. Now I'm, I'm yeah. hearing I'm hearing that the final scene of the movie, like before the credits, is actually supposed to be the post credit scene. The final, I don't even know. Oh. Well, well, yeah. So you know how there was no post credit scene, but you know, like the final shot of the movie. Uh, careful, sub- careful. I know. Okay. It's it's. Sub- <laughs> I'm not gonna say what it is, but. For us at the press screenings, it played right yeah. before the credits. So apparently, okay. that's supposed to be the post-credit scene. Okay. Well, I I think so. That's I I have but been. If you take that, sorry. If you take that out, then what's the actual ending? Yeah, <laughs> you that's can't my. Talk I know. About it, yeah. yeah. So, oh, I'm about now. Was the, does it involve Miss Marvel? Yes. That. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. okay. So okay. Yeah. Okay. So listen. Listen. So. <laughs> The mo- so yeah, I've been crying about like what's going. What's let's connect some of this stuff, you know? Like I like the singular movies that feel alone, but then when you get into like the overall narrative of the MCU, like one of my favorite post credits is Ragnarok's post credit because you have the movie Ragnarok. You're not dealing with anything re- regarding Thanos or anything, but it's just a you know fun little movie. Here's Thor and Loki and Valkyrie, and the post credit is. To me, it's like once you once you know what that leads into, it's see, it feels pretty dark to me that Thanos's ship is like right there, and then that goes right into Infinity War. But yeah. that's probably one of my my most like important post credit scenes in the MCU because it led right into the opening of Infinity War. Now, I'm not asking for this to like, I want to know where King is and this that, but. Like, what you guys have been promising for, like, th- three years as far as the new, this new saga, I think this was probably one of the better post credit scenes that really show what this saga is about. And the performance in it, in this post credit I thought was really good from the character who's in the movie, but in the post credit I thought that was all great. I was like, this is really good. And then, of course, you get the cameos and stuff, and I thought... I thought I thought it was worked really well. Now the now the scene with Iman, um, I that was the one that I didn't expect, and I yeah, was like, I all I'm gonna say is I was like, finally, and I was <laughs> like, I'm excited. You know, it was such a cute little nod to something that we all know of, like the MCU in its early stage. That I really loved. I really loved that that scene. It's not like it's the ending, like Alex said, but I really loved that scene i thought it was really funny the way they did it too um so so yeah so i i think uh this movie has a lot going for it and stuff and um let's get into some final thoughts anybody let's go start with you alex final thoughts on the marvels yeah i mean i i think i'm kind of like split right down the middle or just like mixed to slightly positive i had fun with it i do think it's a disposable mcu movie didn't like the villain the story i didn't think was that all that interesting something i didn't mention too is um some of the visual effects still need a lot of work here, but it is better compared to most of the other visual effects that we've been getting recently from the Marvel movies. I just liked um, 
the dynamic between the three leads, the chemistry between the three leads. It seems Iman was great. And it seems like Brie Larson starting to settle into the role a little bit more. It was overall a fun time, even if it was disposable. And uh, Amanda, any final thoughts? Yeah, I had a blast with this. I was really, really worried going into it, but I had a big fat smile on my face from like the very beginning. Iman Vellani, my Canadian girly, is a <laughs> superstar, and I will follow her to the end of the MCU. I think she's absolutely incredible, um, and she's just so fun to watch. I love her. I also want to give a shout-out to Tayana Paris, because I think that she emotionally grounded this film, and mm-hmm. she it, mm-hmm. she worked incredibly well with Brie Larson, um, even though she needed a bit more um they could have expanded on their relationship but i really do love her in this i think she's great and not a lot of people online are talking about tiana paris uh so i think that she was great just everything i laughed i teared up a bit uh this is what we've been missing i think uh and i just think that nia DaCosta finally understood who carol danvers is uh, and she utilized her powers as i said before like i just think the power sets and the fight choreography, the body switching is just on another level and some of the best mm-hmm. in the MCU. I 100% agree. And uh, lastly, Josie, final thoughts on the Marvels. I'm not going to lie. I love the Marvels. It's the most fun I've had in theaters in a while. And Iman Balani is a superstar and just such a presence. I agree. One thing I do hope happens this weekend is I, the last couple of weeks, we've been getting this impression that Marvel is getting a little reactionary, like 2016 DCEU reactionary. Mm-hmm. I mean, that last trailer for this movie kind of mm-hmm. says it mm-hmm. as well. Desperation. What I hope, what I hope, because we had a hero hour over the weekend and we had a special guest, uh, Jalen, and she said, that she doesn't think Captain Marvel is going to return after this. And I was like, no, I, I hope that doesn't happen. And then I was like, I feel like I just don't want the movie to do what it do. And them just like succumb to what it does this weekend. I know like that's the point of box office to see what audiences is interested in it in and whatnot. And I know the, the you know the the score right now on Rotten Tomatoes is like in the fifties, and I know Eternals was in the fifties, and I have heard nothing boo nothing about Eternals too. So I'm just hoping that they don't just send the they don't give the wrong message when it comes like they don't just react like oh my god nobody cares about Captain Marvel we're just we're done Captain Marvel no more Captain Marvel no more Miss Marvel no more uh no more Photon or Professor Marvel whatever they're calling her uh you know I I hope they don't get they don't do that because I feel like when stuff like this does happen and you get like the rotten score and you get like the weak box office they yeah. they're starting to react to it and like their reaction to Ant-Man is like they oh my god Jonathan Majors is oh, we can't do Kang because they look at how Ant-Man did and uh we can't do Ant-Man anymore cuz look I just hope that that doesn't happen and the way they end the movie with like Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel and Monica Rambeau I'm all in for and I want to mm-hmm. see those follow-ups so I'm just ho- I hope that they don't they don't just react to all this and just keep 
going with whatever the plan is for these characters because I want to I want to see it. Don't yeah, give up like, on Nia DaCosta. No, just right. like bring no, her back. Let's, right. yeah. yeah, like Amanda just said, we finally got a Captain Marvel that seems understood and well utilized. It would be such yeah. a shame to let that go to waste. Yeah, yeah. I, li- I literally only want Nia DaCosta to work with Carol Danvers. Period. Yes, like, I do and- not want anyone else to touch her at all at this point. Especially because the biggest problem a lot of us have interpreted or um, hypothesized is that <laughs> she is a superpower. She is she she can freaking restart anything. <laughs> she can do <laughs> a lot of things. So how do you deal with a character like that and try to make try to create conflict with a character like that and not have everything be so easily resolved and that was the biggest problem that's why a lot of people were like maybe we don't need her maybe we need her more etc just so much discussion and then here it just worked yeah yeah there was no scratching Mm -hmm. our heads trying to figure out hmm, what do we do with this character no it made sense like Mm -hmm. she would fight she would get beat down she would Mm -hmm. fight it and she would still have control of her powers and like um her power source and like her as a character was never diminished to benefit or create more conflict. Everything Agreed. just worked. Agreed. That's, That's possible. It. Yep. <laughs> That's it. It's like it's like Warner Brothers with Superman. Like just get somebody else, dude. I, I love you, Amanda. I love I love Snyder. Get somebody else, dude, and like let them figure it out. It's just like I um the immediate panic from like some studio heads when like it's a overpowered character and it's a. Uh, whatever like yeah. scarlet witch now apparently she's like not coming back like what are we i don't know dude like figure it out i think what people didn't care at least for the majority it's probably like some weirdos i love dark world but a lot of people did not care for thor until ragnarok and infinity war came came around right. and that's because other creators other storytellers got to use Thor and use him in a different way and it clicked. And I think right. Captain Marvel needed that. And that's, and I think it was achieved in my opinion that it clicked here. And that's what I, that's what I've been wanting. Cause like every, every like time she would show up, I'm like, why is it just not clicking for me? Like yeah. this character and this movie, you know, it clicked for me and I'm really happy. But then now it would be such a shame where like it finally clicked and they're like, oh, nope, look at this box office. Oh, look at this score. We're getting rid of it. Like, I just, man, I really hope that doesn't happen. I really, really hope that doesn't happen. So Same. that's my main yeah. worry. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, all right, everyone, that is our review for The Marvels. I recommend it. Go see it. You probably, I don't know what you probably think, but go see it. Have fun. I don't know. Bring the family. Bring the girlies. Have a good time. Bring some cats if you want to, if you can, <laughs> in, your, in your theater. Um, all right, everyone, that is it. I'll go around good able social medias and uh, plugs in. Start with you, Alex. Let everyone know where they can follow you. Uh, you can follow me at my official website, alexmadamovies.mystrikingly.com. All my social media links, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and uh, Letterboxd are there for you guys as well. All right, and Manda. Yeah, you guys can always follow me over at AMX NDA Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. You can check out my website, CandidXCinema.com, and my YouTube, Candid Cinema. All right, lastly, and jo- Josie. <laughs> you can find me at the Josie Marie <laughs> on Twitter, Letterboxd, and Threads. 
I keep forgetting about threads. Yeah. Threads, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right, everyone can follow me on Twitter at TimAc94. Um, you can follow the podcast, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and threads <laughs> at Cinemania World. And that is it, everyone. We'll see if we can do a spoiler review for the movie this weekend. Not much to spoil besides, like, I don't know the cat scene and the Mid, ending. Yeah, so, um, credits, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens this weekend. But uh, that is everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Amanda, Josie, and Alex. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.